Hello and welcome to this special bonus episode of The Dairy Age. Chagas are running a weekly Let's Talk Dairy webinar series, which is also being made available as a podcast. On this week's webinar, Mihal O'Leary joins Stuart Childs to give insight into the new nitrogen planner on the Pasture Base Ireland app. Okay, good morning, everyone, and welcome to this Thursday's Let's Talk Dairy webinar. Um, today, I'm joined by Michal O'Leary, who's uh, head of Pasture Base. So, pa- Michal is going to talk to us today about some changes that have been made to Pasture Base, uh, particularly around nitrogen planning and uh, the um, availability of a nitrogen planner now on the on Pasture Base to help people to plan their nitrogen application. So, we want to hand over to Michal uh, straight away because. We've both are tied up at 11 o'clock, so we need to get finished up. So ask plenty of questions. Um, Michal is mad to get questions on this to try and make sure that he can get across the message as clearly as possible to you, what the, the, the new um, aspect of the programme is doing for you. So don't be shy. Make sure to pop in the questions there for So I'll hand over to you there, so Michal. Thanks, uh, Stuart, and good morning, everyone. Um, and like Short said, we'll just go through um, the new nitrogen planner, um, which is available on pasture based there with, I suppose, the last month or so. We, it, it's, it has been added um, into, the, into the application. Um, so let me just close this for one second. Um, so look, we'll just log in here to, um, to a demo farm and we'll go right through the plan um, and we, we, we can take questions there, Stuart, uh, during it or we can wait till after, until the end. Um, so you can see here, I suppose, the, the left-hand menu. Um, you can see this fertilizer slurry example here. Um, and if we just scroll down here, we can see that there's a new nitrogen plant here. Um, it is the option. So if you just click on that there, um, and it'll just bring you to, I suppose, just a screen here where we just give it give it a name, for example. Um, so we just say, uh, let's talk dairy, for, ex- for example, for this morning. Um, the year is, is 2021 this year, and I suppose, just in, I suppose, the total uh, kilos of chemical nitrogen per hectare. Um, so that just defaults to 250 kilos. Um, again, whatever target you want for your own farm, maybe it's 200 kilos, 220, or whatever the case may be. So that, that figure there can be edited. So then if you just click on continue, um, and I suppose we're brought in then, I suppose, to the first screen of the plan. Um, there's probably three stages in setting up the plan. Um, and the first one here is calculating the amount of slurry which is on the farm. Um, this is probably calculated probably fairly crude and it's probably a rough calculation um, to say the least. Um, we're just talking here, we're just calculating um, the slurry which comes from the livestock. Um, so you can see here you have the different livestock types down the left hand side. Uh, you have the number of stock, how long were they housed for? Um, we have this weekly uh, cubic meters of slurry then produced, and then I suppose we're, we're adding it up here then. Um, we're, we're adding up to see how much each stock type then is producing. Um, so this... You're purely looking at winter slurry. Yeah, so the, there's, no, um, there's no uh, collecting yards. Uh, there's no effluent from slurry pits, for example, or from dirty water tanks, etc. Um, but I suppose you can yeah. see, I suppose at one point as well, that all these boxes are editable. So, for example, if you knew how, how many tanks of slurry you had or if you knew the dimensions of um, your slurry tanks, you can also put them in, we we'll say, in as tanks rather than, than cows. So, for example, if you had a round tower, for example, um, you could just put in one, uh, one and maybe 250,000 um, into this figure in order to get 250,000 gallons, for example. Um, 
so this farm here that, that we're using, um, is, I think it's it's a 30 hectare farm. Um, so we, we just put in the, the number of cows, we'll say, um, we go with, we, we keep it round figures, we go for a four month winter, um, then maybe some weanlings on the farm. Um, they might be in a bit longer, and then maybe some in calf heifers again, we'll just go with 20. I suppose we put them in for the four month winter as well. Um, so we can see up the top right hand corner here, I suppose the total number of gallons of slurry are, um, is adding up here. Or it's, 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 that's what's available on the farm. Um, if you had other stock types, um, they can be quickly added here on the right hand side here, but just add new stock button. Um, or if you wanted to remove any stock types, you can just click on the delete button here. Um, so at this stage now we have our kind of our, our slurry calculated for the farm. Um, and I suppose we can just click on save there just to make sure that, that that's saved. Um, so then just moving on to the next, um, the next section. Um, and we're just brought on here to the, I suppose, the paddocks which are on the farm. So we have our paddock code here and paddock name on the left hand side, the area in each paddock. Um, we have this apply slurry button here as well. So at the moment, all the paddocks here are getting an application of slurry. Um, and then just to draw your attention here to the right hand side, um, to the paddock use. So you can see that they're all defaulted there to grazing. Um, but if we click into this option here, we can, there's, there's five different options in which you can choose from. Um, there's grazing, grazing plus one cut of silage, grazing plus two cuts of silage. And then there's grazing um, where there's a large proportion of white clover in the sward. So greater than 25% on average for the year. Um, so I suppose based on the use of your, your particular paddock, I suppose, um, we'll be able to, I suppose, give a, a monthly breakdown of the amount of nitrogen that you need to apply. Um, for example, for a grazing paddock, uh, you're going to be applying nitrogen every month. Um, if it's grazing plus one cut of silage, you're probably not going to be spreading fertilizer in April, for example. Um, and the same then with two cut silage. Um, then I suppose if, if, if you have paddocks with a lot of clover, um, I suppose we want to reduce the clover or reduce the chemical nitrogen um, when there's a lot of clover in the sward. So we're talking about kind of June, July, kind of August time. Um, and, and we'll go through that there again uh, later. There's all the default thing there, Michal, to apply slurry to everything. We'll say, we'll say you have the option there, obviously, of not applying slurry to some fields. We'll say there might be fields that may just not be appropriate to travel with slurry tankers or whatever on some farms, obviously. So, but does it default to apply slurry to everything, or do you have to tick the box? Yeah, it defaults, I suppose, to every um, for every paddock um, to get slurry. Um, yeah. But for example, here we, we can just untick the first five there, for example. Yeah. So we're, we're not going to spread um, any slurry here on the first five paddocks. Um, and yeah, you're, you're dead right, um, Stuart. You look, maybe um, you have maybe a high, a high fertility status, maybe on these particular paddocks or trafficability, um, or maybe whatever the case may be, I suppose. Um, so if we just, I suppose, change some of these um, statuses here. Um, we'll say, for example, these paddocks down the bottom, um, they're a long ways away from the parlour um, and they usually get closed up for silage, uh, for one cut of silage. So if we just change the last five there, maybe, for example, um, and we go grazing and we, we'll take one cut of silage from these paddocks. Um, and then maybe just paddock tin, for example, uh, there's a lot of clover in paddock tin. Um, so we, we'll just put it in as grazing. Um, and, and with greater than 25% clover. 
Um, so at the moment, no, I suppose all our paddocks, uh, we have a use for all our paddocks. So the majority of them are going to be used for grazing for the year. Um, and the last five year, um, there's going to be, I suppose, uh, a, a, a big cut of silage or a first cut silage taken off um, taken off the last five. Then I suppose just, just to summarise then, I suppose we have our, our different statuses here. Um, we have 12 paddocks for grazing, uh, five paddocks for one cut of silage and grazing, uh, one clover paddock. Um, and we, we've no, I suppose, grazing plus two cuts of silage. Um, this paddock's not used, for, for example, they might, they might be a calf paddock um, or, or a lame cow paddock or, or a sick paddock or whatever um, that maybe you don't really spread fertilizer on. Um, so you can just um, put in there, put it into that status there, paddock's not included. Um, so our, I suppose our grazing, um, our grazing paddocks or paddocks which are dedicated for grazing for the year, um, they account there roughly for two thirds, two thirds of all paddocks, um, just less than 19 hectares. And uh, the grazing plus one cut of silage is about eight hectares and about 28%. Um, then I suppose just moving down, I suppose this is an important bit, I suppose, important screen down the bottom here. Um, it just displays the percentage of nitrogen, of chemical nitrogen, which is going to be applied per month. Um, so the first screen we went into, I suppose, we decided that we were going to spread 250 kilos of nitrogen per hectare uh, for the year. Um, so that's where the 250 comes from here. Um, and then we break out this 250 um, per month. Um, so, so this is the percentages here. So 11% of the 250 kilos of N is going to be applied in January, February. 11% um, is going to be applied in March, 14% in April, and so on for the rest of the year. Um, so you can see, I suppose, for the grazing, one cut of silage, you can see that there's a lot of nitrogen going out here to grow the crop of silage um, in, in probably late March. Um, then it, I suppose it, it's closed. There's no fertilizer going out in April, um, probably um, cut mid to the end of May. And I suppose then again, we're applying fertilizer again in June. Um, and just, I suppose, one particular, um, you can again, you can see that all these, these uh, boxes here are editable. Um, so, for example, if you didn't want to spread 250 kilos of nitrogen um, on the clover paddocks, you can easily reduce that to 200 or to 150 or whatever, um, whatever you're happier with. And again, I suppose not all farms are, are the same and, and I suppose different parts of the country, different soil types, uh, rainfall patterns, etc. Um, so if you're on a heavy soil, for example, and you don't, you, you can't spread or you're not able to spread, um, fertilizer generally in January, February, you can remove 11 out of that box there and just put in zero, for example, and all the rest of the percentages then will, will update. Um, Let's we'll so just do that there for, as an example, Mihal, just for the sake yeah. of it. So if we just put in uh, put in zero here, we can see that I suppose the percentages then all increase um, for, the, for the remainder of the year um, in order to keep the 100% and the 250 kilos out. Um, so we can um, we can show you, I suppose, just changing sh changing the the kilos uh, um, in the next screen. Um, so that's that's basically kind of I suppose our plan set out. We have our, our slurry calculated. Um, we have an idea what our paddocks are doing for the year as regards grazing or grazing and, and silage. Um, and then I suppose we have how much nitrogen we're going to apply in uh, on a monthly basis. 
Um, so if we just click on save and continue then down the bottom here, and it'll probably bring you in here just I suppose, this is kind of where we start talking about um, slurry, different rates of slurry, um, and I suppose we need to choose what type of fertilizer um, we're going to apply on the farm uh, for the year. So I suppose this is kind of a plan maybe that um, maybe you could do probably in early early in the year, early January, um, before you apply any fertilizer or slurry. Um, and the first section here, I suppose, we're just talking about the grazing paddocks. Um, and the, the, green, the green lines here, I suppose, are for, for the slurry application. And underneath, in, I suppose, in the white area, that's your chemical fertilizer. Um, so the green here is organic and the white here is uh, chemical. Um, so for example, if we want to go out in, in January, February, um, we, we, and we'd probably in the springtime here, and we, we just go out to Dribble Bar, for example, it's first there on the list. Um, and I want to put out 2000 gallons of slurry per acre. Um, that equates into 21 uh, kilos of nitrogen per hectare. Um, and if we wanted to convert, we convert that in just to units of nitrogen per acre, which is about 17. Um, and I suppose we can see here the total organic um, nitrogen coming from that slurry is, is the 21 kilos there. Um, so that, that's, the, I suppose, the, the 12 paddocks that are, get, that are getting the slurry. Um, I suppose we all just that's using the arbitrary figure for the nitrogen for that slurry then we'd say because we've done a bit of testing there now over this winter period with a good number of farmers and there's a big variation so but that's using your kind of department figure for the slurry isn't it? Yeah so we'll be using the figures out of the green book yeah. and I suppose that would have been one um, that would be one I suppose request that we have got that if you are testing slurry um, is it possible to put in those results and to use those values for your own slurry. Yeah. Um, and I suppose we will be putting that in, um, we'll, we'll have that in there for, for January 2022, um, that you're able to put in, I suppose, the, the values for your own farm. As you said, they vary quite a lot from, from farm to farm and depending on, um, depending on the storage method, um, you know, it can vary quite a bit. Yeah. Because like we, we had one farm there just springs to mind that at 3,000 gallons to the acre is putting out 36 units of nitrogen. So actually scaled right. it back now this year. Like, oh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, all, that's fairly good all stuff. tank yeah. storage, covered tank storage predominantly. Like. Yeah, and, <clears throat> and rainwater and surface water kept out of it. Anyway. Out, yeah, yeah. So I suppose just coming back to coming back to the plan, um, just that's our, our, sport, our sorry, gone in maybe if you want to spread more slurry later on in the year you can just you can select whichever option you want here um, and then I suppose if we move to the chemical chemical uh, nitrogen here um, so again there's a big long list of, um, of different fertilizer types here um, so if we if we go with something like uh, protected urea for example um, this particular product of protected urea, there is 46% uh, nitrogen in it. Um, and we want to apply 11% of our 250 kilos. 11% um, to 250 kilos equals 27 kilos of um, nitrogen, um, which equates to 22 units of nitrogen per acre. Um, and in order, I suppose, to hit our target there of, a, of 27 kilos, um, we need to apply half a bag of this product. Um, in order to get our, our 22 and a half units per acre. 
Um, so just to, to go through that again, Dark, you know, to, it's easy enough to get confused with different terms here, probably on the left hand side. Um, so we're after selecting our protected urea. Um, that, that automatically will populate your percentage of nitrogen then, depending on yeah, the product so, that you pick. Exactly, yeah. So the, the, the nitrogen in this particular product is 46 units. Um, and from the, from the previous screen, I suppose, we want to apply 11% of 250 kilos um, in January, February. Um, and 11% is 27.5 kilos. Um, and to convert that to units is 22.5. Um, and then to convert that to bags, it's half a bag. Um, so I suppose it's just just to be be careful, I suppose, or, or be wary that you know there are a lot of terms there. So um, just maybe just take your time going down through them. Um, and then just to move on, I suppose again you just keep keep going in with your your different fertilizers. Um, generally, from from time to time, I suppose we're all spreading the same um, the same products probably. Um, so we can come in here again with another um, half bag urea. Um, then you might change to something like 18612, for example. So maybe a bag and a half of 18612 there in April. Um, and then maybe you'd come back to protected urea there again, but probably something with a bit of sulfur in it. Um, so probably something like um, we'd go with the highest sulfur there, maybe 7% sulfur. Again, just less than a bag of it there, 0.9 of a bag. Um, and you could go, you could keep keep going then with your with your different products. Um, and I suppose it will work out then. You just go protect the jury just to simplify it here um, for the remainder of the year. And maybe you might go in with a, with a bit of K, with a bit of, yeah, something with maybe nitrogen and um, a bit of K maybe in, in the back end. Um, but just for this one, we just fill it up here with um, protected urea. Protected urea. So I suppose, yeah. So it, it's um, just, you know, we went for a different protected urea product here. There's only 36%, 38% nitrogen in it. Um, and we need um, 0.9 of a, of a bag there in, what month is that? In, in May, for example. For, and, and again, this is for the month. It's yeah. not per, per grazing rotation. Um, and then I suppose that kind of, we, we can see then the difference there for, for the rest of the year then. Uh, you can see in August, I suppose we're down to 8%. Uh, we're hoping to get out um, 20 kilos. Um, and then I suppose the last rotation there the, in September, the last application, I suppose we want to, to put out a good bit of nitrogen there in early September. Um, so you can see, I suppose, down the bottom, as we apply the fertilizer, we can see that our chemical, our total chemical nitrogen per hectare is, is increasing all the time um, until it comes up here of, of, to the figure of 250. And it's not going to go over the 250, obviously, Michal, because of its set of texture. Yeah, it, it won't go over the 250. And look, you can see the value is up here, 250. It's inside in the box here that can be edited. So if you want to put in 200 um, and just click outside it, you can see here then that our, our, our number of bags have, have decreased. Everything everything creaks once you change that top left figure there. Yeah. And that, yeah. that again, that, this is just for the grazing paddocks. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. And, and then Michal will say, I presume now, maybe a stupid question, but like, do you know, the way Mark Dunkett's work would suggest that like your August spread is better than your September spread or your very early September spread. If you took yeah. out, uh, take out the month of September there, then 
is obviously going to backload the, the September application into August. And again, it's yeah. the month figure again. So that's what you'd have to use in the month of August, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah, you can. I suppose you can. Um, you can increase this value here, this eight, and you can either put in zero if if you don't want to spread. Um, if you don't want to spread your your fertilizer there in in September, you know you are going to get more a better response in um, in August compared to September. Yeah, you're you're a hundred percent right. You could right actually there. put that as zero there now, and it would correct immediately in that point as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's very good. No, because from the point of view, you know, that you're not going moving back a screen to try to change something to, to move forward again. That it's uh, it's very, it's very responsive, obviously. Like, yeah, and I suppose just one thing as well that when you are just filling out uh, the planner, that look, just click on save up there every every now and again, just in case anything does happen uh, that you have to go away from the computer, for example, for, for some for some reason, um, just to keep it saved. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, there's a question in there, may I know, it's, and it's a, it's a good one, I suppose. Um, would it be better to have the fertilizer going out in rotation rather than the month allocation? But the, the outside in, like, could be difficult to work out, though. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, you're, you're, you're at, they're after answering, um, answering the question, maybe, yeah, that I suppose it is, it would be better per rotation, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, but I suppose it's just, um, it's, it's 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 hard to calculate i suppose where the, where different farms are for example um again this is this is just the first phase of this um again this this is not a hundred percent there will be tweaks will be needed and she looked his feedback from from farmers and from advisors i suppose um that, that we'll be taking on board to make those changes and so who knows maybe in in a, in, in a year's time we will be going down the rotation route um, but again, I suppose if we come back to this time of the year, look, we're probably talking about a unit a day. So we're kind of saying our 30 units a month, uh, kind kind of a thing. So um, look, it's, it's probably uh, horses for courses maybe, but um, it, it probably would be better in the long run to go down the rotations route yet. I suppose the most important thing is the people that are on the call don't go away thinking that that's the application for the, the rotation as opposed to the month. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that, uh, that it's uh, it's per month. Yeah, um, and I suppose to to come back to to this, I suppose look, every farm is different, and every farm has different targets. And I suppose we know that there is big pressure coming on as regards chemical nitrogen, the level of it going out in farms. And I suppose look, we need to be aware of what what level of nitrogen is coming from our slurry. And I suppose the only way we know that is by by going away and testing it um, and, and to use it better. Um, do you know, I suppose the, the, the recommendation or the, you know, the limit is 250, but maybe it should be chemical nitrogen plus slurry should be equal to 250. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. um, do you know, there, there's different ways of looking at it, but, but definitely we need to get a bit we need to get a bit probably smarter with, with our nitrogen application, I think. And if you were to include a slurry application there now, midway through the season, now having done your plan for your fertilizer already, will that auto adjust? Yeah, so I suppose, look, ju just to finish off this, I suppose we're finished our grazing paddocks here, for example. Uh, you, you need to do exactly the same for your, your grazing plus, um, plus silage paddocks. Uh, so you, you when when do you want to spread your fertilizer, or sorry, when do you want to spread your your slurry, when do you want to spread your fertilizer and the different types, 
And then I suppose the same here for the, for the paddocks here, which have um, grazing plus, plus a lot of clover in them. Um, and you can just see it in, I suppose, in June, July, percentages are small. Uh, percentage of chemical nitrogen are small there during the summer. Um, just to bring your attention then, I suppose, look, there's three different reports up the top here. Um, there's a slurry report, there's a chemical nitrogen report, and then there's there's kind of slurry plus chem, um, slurry plus chemical nitrogen. Um, so if we go into the chemical one here, for example, um, and just scroll down, the the blue I suppose the blue figure here is the target, and the the black figure here is um, is the actual. Uh, so if if we pull down here as model, we can see paddock uh, two. The target is to have twenty two kilos of in put out. Um, we've zero here. We've actually zero put out um, because there's no fertilizer uh, records in on this particular farm. Um, so I suppose it's important as well that you are recording fertilizer and slurry application um, on pasture base in order to get, I suppose, the, the benefit of um, this nitrogen plan. Um, so you can track on a per paddock basis. Uh, what did you want to spread there? It's, it's the 22 here in this case what you actually put out here, which will be the, the black value here in the brackets. Um, so you can track that there as the as time goes on, um, as time goes on there. Um, and I suppose you can print them and, and export them out and, and to, to put them up maybe on there, on your whiteboard or, or wherever you, you put your list of jobs or whatever, um, so that everyone, I suppose, is able to see it. Um, and they're able to see what product is, is going out on the particular on the particular month. Um, and so, so there is three different reports there. Um, but again, they won't, I suppose, they won't work unless you put in your, um, your fertilizer slurry applications. Um, and again, probably that is probably the, the easiest way of, um, of adding the, those records to pasture base. Um, and as you can see, I suppose we're on the browser here this morning. Um, it's probably... It's, it's not available on the app. Um, so again, you'd have to log into www.pbi.e in order to get this, um, in order to create this plan. Feedback to the phone then afterwards once you have it done? Uh, not at the moment, but okay. again, look, that, that will be something we, we, we probably have to do, yeah. Okay, uh, so to, just to keep, keep another question in there now. Will you be able to compare the actual fertilizer that you've spread to your plant at the end of the year? I think you more or less said yes there, you know, in what you've been saying there. So as long as yeah. you record the, the applications, it is going to be able to tie back. And then there's, um, could the fertilizer report in units per acre be used to match the guidelines from ourselves and Chalkisk, obviously, and subtotal at the 1st of April, etc. So could you get it? that you have your 100 units out for the 1st of May or your 70 units out combined for the 1st of April. And then another comment, I suppose, is the report could do, could the report do a required P&K requirement taking into account bales taken off? It's a, right. it's a bit of homework for you now. We're, we're going into nutrient management planning there a bit. Um, yeah. I, yeah, look, I suppose we at the at the outset of this, I suppose we were just we were just worried about or we we're we we're just kind of trying to get a handle on nitrogen. Um, yeah. and I suppose we, we would have talked to a couple of groups and I suppose we would have, you know, put out the question, where do you get your nitrogen um, targets or how, how do you know how much nitrogen to apply uh, per month or whatever? And I suppose the answers kind of came back. They were 
they weren't that comprehensive, I suppose. So I suppose we went to wade in and uh, and just put this together. Um, as regards um, as regards P's and K's, um, so look, we probably could um, we probably could give a recommendation. All right, probably. If you, scope, if the scope is there, but it's just making it all happen, isn't it? Because yeah, the side look, samples just, can just, be included in it now as well. Yeah, trying to trying to tie all the information together. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it's a valid point. Yeah. Um, but, um, I suppose is there are there actually plans, Michal, to tie in with NMP anyway, and there? or there, there was some I, talk about it at one point in yeah. yeah, yeah. I suppose. Look, we, we're open enough in um, in joining up with NMP online. To be honest, look, yeah. NMP online is is a great tool, and and there's there's a huge amount of um, huge amount of information really in it. Um, and I think it would be a big benefit uh, for all guys on pasture base if, if they had that information, I suppose, easily available to them. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so um, there don't, doesn't appear to be any other questions coming in. If uh, anyone wants to ask anything, ask it now quickly. So that's just, it's probably no harm, Michal, if people want to go back and do this now anyway, um, knowing what they have applied today as well, just to kind of see if they're to stick to their target what did they have left for the rest of the year from for the months of July, August, and September? Like, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. That that would be um, to be well worth doing it, yeah. and you you can just compare and contrast, I suppose, what went out as well earlier in the year. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and, and I'd say like it's probably no harm even to to do it from the point of view of playing around with that figure there that you have up on screen there under the total amount of chemical in at the two hundred because. It's a very real. It's. I don't think there's any question mark about it. But there's going to be a reduction in chemical nitrogen next year from everything that we're hearing anyway. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure you're hearing the same story. So people could be just uh, changing it and tweaking it there just to see what what are we going to have to to deal with or what are we going to have to work with next year just to be f focusing the mind and maybe trying to get used to it now. Even might be no harm for the rest of the year, like to cut back a little bit now if you haven't already cut back. Like. Yeah, so like Groat is Groat is very good at the moment, you know, on average probably eighty across the country. Um so yeah, maybe you know, there's a lot of silage in the yards and left over and maybe they're in the big demand for silage. So it might be an opportunity maybe to reduce reduce nitrogen a bit. Yeah, absolutely. There's one question after coming in there now. Um how to change the percentage applied to each month to units applied on the planner? Yeah, so I suppose if you go back here to do to the the plan setup, yeah. um, and you you can just change your percentages here. So for example, if we wanted to go zero there, um, and then you were saying maybe to maybe not to go for the the September application, yeah, um, and maybe put in more here, um, in August. So if we could maybe go fifteen here, you can kind of change it around that way there. Put in zero. Um, you can do that there on the setup page. Probably would would be the easiest. So that, that's the first screen there of the of the plan. You save that and you go through, and it'll tell you the units then. Uh, yeah, the it, it'll page. tell you the key laws and tell you the units in on the next page. Okay. Um, um, another one. Another one. In the urea levels in milk have any role in knowing if you're spreading enough nitrogen? I leave that one to you, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> there. Uh, I suppose if you're spreading very high levels of nitrogen, it's probably, it potentially can feed into it. Uh, I think we saw a few little high spikes in nitrogen um, in urea or milk urea nitrogens there when the growth came a couple of weeks ago, all right, because there was a kind of a buildup of nitrogen that wasn't after being used up. 
Um, but in terms of, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think our unit today, as you've already said, Michal is probably the best guide that people can use. We actually have a few people that have gone less than a unit a day now in the last couple of weeks as well. Um, and I, I don't, yeah, I wouldn't be relying on your milk, urea, nitrogen figure right now anyway in terms of a guideline for fertilizer application rates. And yeah, there's a lot um, going on. There's a lot happening in the in. There's a lot more moving parts in it than just the fertilizer applied, like. Yeah, and I suppose interesting enough. Look, I was just out at a group there in um, in Tipperary yesterday, and uh, this particular farmer that we were at, he had two paddocks beside each other, and um, both of them had a good percentage of clover in in each of them, um, and he he spread a hundred kilos of uh, hundred was it hundred fifty kilos of nitrogen on one paddock, and two hundred fifty kilos of nitrogen on the other, and he seems to think that both of them grew the same amount of grass. They were, you know. Yeah. He, he he did apply uh, dirty water or parlor washings to the, the one with less nitrogen, but but I thought it was I thought it was kind of a nice way of doing it, you know, that just to dip your toe into reducing the nitrogen. On a paddock, like as opposed to taking the big leap of faith and doing it on the whole. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um I sure I suppose like Deirdre's work here is obviously showing that it's feasible to drop to 150, like but the clover has to be available to fix your nitrogen so there's two elements to it i suppose and we're drifting off topic here now and you'll have you have to go but i suppose there's a small bit of priming of the of the soil nearly and of the the clover plant almost to survive on a little less nitrogen and the, i i'm kind of inclined to describe it like a drug where we're hooked on nitrogen as farmers in general i think and we need to start weaning ourselves off of it a small bit like yeah so cu- cutting back when there's growth there and like again coming back to stuff that you just said like if you've no, it's not a year, I suppose, that it's going to be very evident, but if you're cutting a lot of surplus bales and cutting surplus every rotation, then it would suggest that you're probably over-applying nitrogen, but I don't think that's a good way of judging it this year because of the way the year has been. We were, we've kind of very much uh, peaks and troughs, uh, well, troughs, 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 and then a peak, more or less, than yeah. it, to be honest. Like, so, um, yeah, it's, it, it's a good way of putting it, all right? You know, nitrogen, I suppose, was historically was a cheap, cheap mm-hmm. enough product I suppose to apply but you know in, in, in recent recent times I suppose it's it's a big cost on farms now really. Yeah and uh, like I suppose the other thing in terms of the environmental aspect of it like just uh, there's we're probably not recovering a lot of the nitrogen that is being spread in some in on farms in terms of unless we're really really at the top of the game in terms of grassland management some a lot of farms are applying nitrogen to grow grass that they're not actually kind of achieving at all so maybe they might only be doing eight rotations as opposed to maybe nine or ten obviously being the target and that means that there's nitrogen surplus on the farm and um, that's that's an excess of what we need so we can there's definitely scope to go back and without impacting yeah and, and just maybe just to finish up um Stuart I suppose look another tool that we we brought into pasture based there um a week ago was just a bit a bit of mapping data. So if you log into pasture base, go into farm, go into farm, um, go into farm weather. I just say leave to that. And I suppose you can set up, um, you can manage your your weather settings here. Uh, so there there are probably three different options in in order to get um, weather information into pasture base. Um, you can get it from a local weather station. Um, so these are Chagas and uh, Metairn weather stations, um, which are which are around the country. So you can choose whichever one is closest to you there. Um, 
you can also record your own um your own farm weather details there's a lot of guys there now with um measuring rainfall and, and soil temperatures so you can you can add in your own figures for your own farm and then the, the third and last option then i suppose if you put in the i suppose the location of your farm the lat long um of your farm um we'll download in the forecast and the actual weather uh, figures for, for your particular farm that's all for this week's let's talk dairy webinar series and don't forget to look out for more bonus episodes each week I'll be back with our usual Dairy Edge interview on Monday, so do listen in then. I'm Emma-Louise Coffey, and thanks for listening.